Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... It's so much more than just a profile picture. At Catholic Singles, our platform offers you many opportunities to get to know the person behind the picture. Sign up today at catholicsingles.com. Good News Ministries of GNM.org. It's the Catholic place for growing your faith. Good News Ministries will provide you with faith-building reflections, virtual retreats, prayer resources, and lots more. All of it is free. Visit gnm.org today. By definition, a storyteller conveys events and words, images, and sounds, often by improvisation or embellishment. The Living Bread Radio Network presents The Storytellers with Tony Agnesi. Today you'll hear a faith-based, inspirational story that's both heartfelt and heartwarming. And now, let's meet today's storyteller with Tony Agnesi. Hi, this is Tony Agnesi, and welcome to The Storytellers. Each week, we feature a guest with a unique and inspiring story to tell. Storytellers is brought to you in pipe by CatholicBook.net, and all of the books featured on the program are available online at CatholicBook.net. Our program can be heard via podcast at thestorytellersradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and many others. And uh, my guest today is Joseph Dasko, and Joseph is the author of the book Catholic Bushido, Transforming Virtue, the Way of the Catholic Warrior. I was excited just to, just to read that title <laughs> yeah. uh, when I first saw your book, and uh, Joe, welcome. Great to have you here on the show. Well, thank you. It's, it's it's really my pleasure to be here. I appreciate it. Let's talk a little bit about I always like to start out by talking about my guests a little bit. I'm, I'm interested in people's story, their Catholic yep. journey and so forth. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your journey in faith. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, there's so many different ways that we could go with that. Sure, right. So sure. but I was uh, I was uh, born uh, and raised uh, actually a Byzantine Catholic. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, we when we moved out of uh, we I was born in Bedford, Ohio, and we moved out into the country. And there's not too many uh, Byzantine uh, parishes mm-hmm. in, in Mantua, Ohio, which is mm-hmm. where I'm from now. And so really, I grew up in the Roman Catholic Church and my wife went through RCA at, at, uh, at our parish, which is St. Joseph's in Manaway. Mm-hmm. My two boys went to school there and uh, went through all the sacraments there etc um, but I mean the the, the for me the the faith journey that I've been on it does start back you know when when you're a kid right mm-hmm, um, sure. we as a family certainly we went to mass um, or, or the divine liturgy um, but other than that you know in in the house there wasn't a whole lot of discussion on things and so really quite quite frankly in my earlier years um, there wasn't a whole lot of faith life really going on mm-hmm. inside of me. And that's pretty common, Joe. You yeah. know, I mean, that's pretty common in a lot of families. Um, the hour on Sunday, uh, and uh, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it really, what really ended up happening, and, and you know, some of it's in the book. I didn't get it too much into that, because I'd, I'd like to stay more on the... Uh, on the on the positive on the faithfulness right so there were some not so good times that I went through as a young kid um, but I think those things right God uses all those things and I, and I really think that that's the transforming path 
that he had put me on that I was on, right? He uses all things for his glory. Um, I ended up um, going to school at John Carroll University up in Univers- sure. University Heights, played a couple years of football there. Um, I went there because I wanted to play football, right? That's what I wanted to sure. do. I, I had no idea anything else. Um, I, quite frankly, I wasn't, it wasn't even conscious in my mind that it was a Jesuit university. It was a Catholic university uh, until I started, till I got on campus and I saw the grotto and I saw this, the statue of the Blessed Mother and I saw the chapel and the different things going on. Then, okay, then it just kind of fit into, well, what I normally saw. Um, but I would say it was probably about halfway through my time at John Carroll, and I got into a little bit of academic issues there, and so took some time off and then went back. But at that time, I met my wife, or, or, or I shouldn't say I met her because I'd known her for a long time, but we started, we started going out. And, and actually, both of us started to come awake to these things of faith really about the same time. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I talk about my faith journey, it's always in combination with my wife. Mm-hmm. And, and I would hope she would see the same, right? But... Um, we really grew together and started really to uh, search these things out. What what's this whole thing about God? What's it mean to life? Why are we why are we doing the things we're doing, and why did we do the things that we did in the past, which maybe weren't always positive? Um, she ended up going through RCIA. I was one of her sponsors, uh, and we really started on the road there. We started, uh, um, you know, reading scripture together. We'd even start to pray together, uh, which I think is something. If I could say something to anybody out in the audience, uh, especially couples, young couples and to me, not even married, take time to pray together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. And especially pray out loud. I know it's hard. I get it. Yeah. It's hard for everybody. But when you pray out loud with uh, whether it's your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, something happens between you, right? Because you're both really trying to go to, up to God. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really what started to happen with us. Lot of other lot. I mean, we could go in a lot of different sure. directions mm-hmm. here, but some of the the big things that really happened in my faith life with my wife, and then the two of us together um, had some really good friends of ours that are good. Well, they're good friends now, um, but there was another couple in our church that uh, were kind of going through the same awakening, mm-hmm. and we just bumped into each other. Right? Go figure. How does God work? Yeah. Right? Yeah, no coincidence. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Well, I, I promise you, it's not because um, we decided to start to get together as a small prayer group, and we had a small prayer group that met in our home. Oh, gosh, it was probably for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. And we studied everything that we could study. And, and again, to, to stay in positive, um, what we wanted to do was bring life in the spirit back into our parish. And, again, our parish being St. Joseph's Manaway. And I can't say that, you know, gosh, we've done this, mm-hmm. right? But that was our desire. And uh, in that prayer group that we had, we were always there. And we would have multiple people coming in and out over those 20 years. And so when I look back on that, I really see how God was working, not only just in us, but he used that little group as a ministry as well. People mm-hmm. would come for a couple of weeks or they'd come every other week, um, maybe just for a year at a time and then be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a it was a wonderful time we studied the icons we studied you know the the real presence of christ in the eucharist um uh apologetics Mm -hmm. uh the trinity we tried to go into things and to really 
get deep into it so that we could have some kind of understanding of what our Catholic faith is. And, and the more we went into it, the more all of us together had this joy that, my gosh, it's so deep. It's so much so more than... Mind so many things from that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so much it's, more than just Sunday Mass. And Sunday, the liturgy is awesome, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's, that's mm-hmm. an amazing thing. Um, but when you really want to start to understand the faith and you want to live that faithful life, there is such a richness in our, in our tradition in, in the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there were, there were a number of family members that actually have left the church and have not come back. And some of the things I remember them saying was, uh, and even friends that have mm-hmm. left, you know, really wasn't being fed mm-hmm. at, the, at the church. And, it's and one it's, of the biggest things I hear yeah. that people say. And, you know, the interesting thing about small groups, uh, Joe, is, and I'm a huge believer in small groups. I've been a, a member of some small groups since I was, you know, probably in my 20s. And um, <clears throat> it started for me with Curcio and Marriage Encounter and those types of things back in the 70s. But uh, uh, to have a, a group of, of people that are similar, you know, you have a husband and wife and two kids, they have a, a husband and wife and two and you're, you're facing the same things and you're learning together, studying together. And you're right about the, the fact that people come and people go. But it becomes kind of a, a very a very dynamic ministry in and of itself in the, in the learning experience, a part of that. I think that you might agree, and, and, and I'd love your comment. I think that might be what's missing sometimes in just uh, in just the, the the way we go about approaching church. Uh, that uh, you know, being there on Sunday, but then maybe teaming some people up together in small groups and, and allowing them to do what you've done over a you know a couple of decades. Yeah, yeah, I I, I really believe that because at the end of the day, um, you know, the way that I see it anyway is that. Our faith really is about us. It's about people. It's a. It's we don't do this on our own. Mm-hmm. Right? One of the one of the first books uh, I ever w- um, really read and, and got into on our on our faith. And, and I'm a I'm a big Thomas Merton fan. Mm-hmm. Um, was No Man Is an Island, mm-hmm. um, and it had a, really had a profound impact on me and the way that I thought. And even just the title, right? That's that's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, God is. You know, it's, the, it's part of our mystery, I think, of our lives is that we are alone, right? I got something I got to do. I'm going to stand. It's a judgment before Christ alone, but I'm, we're doing this together. And it's, and it's how we do it together and, and learning from one another and how I treat you, mm-hmm. right? That's what, that's what it comes down to. I, 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 it's much easier, I suppose, <laughs> to, to mm-hmm. be a saint alone in a in a cave than it is when you're walking around having to interact with people. Sure, sure. Yeah, so that 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 interaction with people, that learning from another, because I tell you, the the folks that we met with and that we that would come in would always have a different viewpoint mm-hmm. on the topic that we were talking about. It's just like that that facet of the, you know, that you're you're only looking at one side of a thing uh, and you need others sometimes to help you see the, the fullness see of the it. fullness of it. I know in the men's group that I'm in, uh, the, <clears throat> the thing that I like most about it is not only the interaction between the guys, but we hold each other accountable. Right. You know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's uh, you know, you're in this together. We're each individuals in this together, though, and you hold each other ac- accountable as well. So when did the writing begin, Joe? So, um, you know, again, I think that this is this is God's handiwork, right? So in my secular job, right, the, the job that I go to every day, 
Um, I work for a, a construction materials company, um, and I and I started off in research and development. And so, uh, actually, I I wrote a lot of technical papers for work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and specifically, I, I put together a, a number of things on a new technology years ago. And there was a friend of mine at work that said, you know what? You need to write a book on this. And so I did. So I actually have another book mm-hmm. that was on construction materials, actually sure. on concrete. You know, mm-hmm. that's pretty exciting. So, uh, you know, it's, it's got a smaller readership, I think. Um, but I think that God used that time quite frankly, to develop this skill. And so there's always been this this thought in the back of my head is that, well, you know, Lord, you've taken me down this road of doing all this writing and, and certainly of learning my faith. I think you want me to do something with those things together. Mm-hmm. And and there was this, um, you know, there was this, this, this thing that burned inside of me, which was to, to bring salt and light and to bring hope to people. And if there's one thing that that I would um, really want anybody that reads that book to, to get out of it is that, yeah, we're challenged. Yeah, we need to fight. But you know what? God's in charge, and there's a great deal of hope. And, man, we can be filled with joy about that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what, you know, the, the, t- the title of the book, Bushido, is the, is the way of the warrior. And so I, I've always been intrigued with the samurai warrior of Japan, right? Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've actually got a black belt in jiu-jitsu, right? So I kind of grew up mm-hmm. loving that sort of stuff. Um, but interestingly enough, if we, we look at, you know, in our, in our Catholic faith, the cardinal and the theological virtues, well, it's interesting that the Japanese, the Bushido, the samurai, had a set of virtues that they lived by. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they're the same, right? Not all that dissimilar, though. They're pretty but close, right? They're reasonably close, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I, to me, that's, that's, a, that's an indication of how God has worked across all of humanity, right? Mm-hmm. Building this goodness into people. Um, now, I think that our faith acts, asks us or allows those virtues to be transformed into something more than just kind of this human way of acting. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was really about how do we get back to that simple way of, of, of honor, right? If you ever watch any movies that have, you know, Mm -hmm. in Japan or the samurai, there's this real sense of dignity and honor and a silent, let's say strength that is part of that. And I would like to promote that amongst people, mm-hmm. especially in today's time, right? I yeah. think that I think that honor and and goodness and strength and courage, those are all positive things that we need to bring out. And it's not a toxic thing at all, right? If mm-hmm. we go in that direction that we've heard those sure. terms used, and those yet we're in a society that that uh, that sometimes is uh, just the opposite of that. And, that's right. And it's so needed that we, you know, that we can bring some order to things and some honor to things again and so forth. Um, so what was the genesis of the idea to say, I'm going to write this book? And, and you know, most people say they're going to write a book and they never get, get it get to it never get it done or uh, they've started four times but uh, but never got through it sure well uh, you know and hey listen quite frankly the the idea for that book um yeah it was bouncing around in my head for probably a couple of years Mm -hmm. and quite frankly i'm i'm pretty i am pretty busy i travel a decent Mm -hmm. for my job decent amount for my job um and so you know did i ever really have the time 
and, and that was the thing that that you know I think uh, I, I there's actually a, 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 a chapter in there on the um, uh, on the seven deadly sins right and sloth is one of them mm-hmm. well I think that sloth had <laughs> some grips on me had a little bit, taken right? its grip right? yeah and so I'll put it off I'll put it mm-hmm. off uh, but it never went away mm-hmm. right that desire to write the book never went away and finally um, I think it just clicked that you know finally God put his thumb on me and said do it and there was this I don't know, for lack of a better word, uh, a burst of energy to start, right? Mm-hmm. To actually just, once you start the process, yeah, that, that it then it starts moving. Uh, and then as I started to do it, um, it's amazing, right? When you listen to God, how this joy comes out, right? Mm-hmm. And you find joy in the writing. Mm-hmm. And you find joy in the sharing of the story, right? Every time, every chapter I would write, I couldn't wait to reread it and actually then to have my wife read it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and there's, a, there's a, again, there's a lot of joy when we, when we do those things that God is silently kind of pushing mm-hmm. us towards. Um, it's amazing how we hold ourselves back, but then once we do it, boy, it's, yeah, it okay. feels like we should have been there all That's along. Really great. Joseph Dasko is my guest. The book uh, Catholic Bushido. 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 That's right. Is the is the book Transformational Virtue: The Way of the Catholic Warrior. We're going to continue uh, with our conversation with Joe and get into this a little bit more when we return on the Storytellers. Support for the Storytellers is provided by CatholicBook.net, serving the Catholic community for 30 years with books, Bibles, gifts, and more. CatholicBook.net is safe, secure, and simple to use. Just a few clicks and your purchase is delivered right to your door. CatholicBook.net, for 30 years, a commitment to service. This is Tony Agnesi, and welcome back to The Storytellers. Joseph Dasko is my guest. Catholic Bushido is the name of the book, Transformational Virtue, The Way of the Catholic Warrior. Joe, you mentioned uh, that when, once you finally got started writing that there was a certain amount of joy that comes from that. I, di- I did a talk this morning at a, a Christian ministry uh, organization, and we talked about the difference between happiness and joy. You know, I was happy when the Browns won. I was sad when they <laughs> lost, happy when this happened, sad. But joy is something different. Joy is from God. It comes to us from God. And oftentimes, uh, once you feel that joy, it kind of kind of makes you continue and, and, and do it. And um, let's talk about the, the direction of the book. Obviously, if you uh, uh, studied martial arts and so forth and you and you were into samurai, what how did you then begin to organize into the book these concepts and ideas of a Catholic warrior? Yeah, um, you know, the the books, there, there's actually a number of themes, quite frankly, in the mm-hmm. book. Um, one of them being transformation, this this change that happens in us as people, and we actually see it in the world around us, and, and we should be okay with that because typically it's slow, mm-hmm. right? So God's very patient, and he continues his work slowly in us, so allow it to be. But I think an, another part of it is... You know, there's a, there's a chapter on the seven deadly sins, and, and I only wanted one chapter to those, and then every virtue gets its own chapter, right? Mm-hmm. Because, again, we're going to focus on the virtue. Let's, yeah, let's... To the positive. That's right. Let's, let's fill the room with light rather than spend too much time on the darkness, mm-hmm. right? We need to be recognized that it's there, but let's do that. Um, 
But the reality is, is listen, it is a, it is a battle. And it's a battle that goes on every day inside of me. I can guarantee you that. And inside of everyone, if we if we're able to recognize it and allow ourselves to recognize it. Right. There are these these desires that right aren't from God. It's our, it's our fallen human nature that um, we backbite at somebody at work or whatever it is. Right. We get mad at somebody as I'm driving down here to, the, to do this interview. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you going so slow? I got to be there at a certain time. Mm-hmm. But then God asks us to to use that will of ours to willfully take a step into into patience, into into living temperately, into um, into living prudently and with fortitude. And, and so, the, he, these are things that we can do in our. And if you read the Catechism of the Church, right, the 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 virtues, um, the cardinal virtues, are those ones that we can practice. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, this book was not written, I promise you, for an academic. It was written, from my perspective, to just the normal folks in the pews. Um, I'm, I'm also part of a men's group, and we do a men's renewal every year. And there are men that come to our renewal that haven't been to church sure. in years. And when we're done, they're like, man, this is great. I'm so glad I'm here. But then you can see the look in their eyes, which is, what do I do next? What next? Yeah. Right. And so that's what this book was really about was mm-hmm. to say, guys, I'm not saying this is the end all be all, but here's one thing you can start with. Mm-hmm. I can, pr- I can act prudently and temperately and with courage every day. I can choose to do that. And the church tells us to practice that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's the, the reason for the book. That's the, uh, the goal for it was to, to help people and again not to treat the virtues as some academic thing uh, although that's important too so i'm not trying to downplay that Um, but to really help the people that are waking up to their faith now and how to live it because at the end of the day that's how i think our society is going to uh you know things are going to change well i agree and in my my writing joe's much the same is that uh, you know uh, meeting people where they are talking in simple terms providing simple things that they can do on a daily basis that you know that might help them in their journey Uh, i'm certainly no uh, academic uh, genius so uh, it just i just love jesus and love the faith and 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 do that and i can get i get that strong sense uh, from you as well something in the book what what can you share from us from the book something obviously we can't we can't give them everything that's in there but share something with the listener who might be that person who's rediscovering their faith and is asking that question what next what do i do how do i go from here to there well i I think that um you know the 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 chapter in there that speaks the most to me personally and i found the most joy in writing is is the chapter on uh, the theological virtue of hope read that chapter Mm-hmm. Just take a look at it because this this hope is what helps us to continue moving on every day. Mm-hmm. Right? This hope in our faith, this hope in these promises that God has given us. Right? That's what the joy springs from. God's promised to us eternal life through his mm-hmm. son. Um, and wow, how you know what a wonderful thing that is. And so Rest on that bedrock of of hope, that that deep hope that that God's grace can put into our hearts. 
once that's once that's there, you know, the faith, hope, and love, those those three theological virtues, once we allow God's grace to, um, let's say, plant those things or awaken those seeds in our lives, opportunities will be put in front of you yeah. to respond. Mm-hmm. And that and that at the end of the day, that's really what it is. This is this book is not a hey, if you do this, you're going to go from point A to point B. This is more like. And there's, I actually even used this statement in there. This is more like the breadcrumbs on the trail in front of you, and you're only seeing the next just, step. Just the next one. Yeah, you're not seeing from here to this. So it's about being aware to, of God and in, in attuned to his loving movement in your daily life. Mm-hmm. And to be ready to fight for it to fight inside your own mind and in your own heart when we're pulled, whether it's, you know, we're pulled by lust or by anger or some other things or by pride. How do I surrender myself back to those virtues that the Lord and his Mm -hmm. grace is planting in me? So read that, read the chapter on hope. Hope is, uh, hope is something, you know, when you look at the world today uh, and you look at the suicide rates and you look at the uh, guys that go shoot up their school or their place of business or whatever, in in, in every instance, they feel hopeless that there's, there is no hope. And, and, and what you've tried to do in the book is give people that starting point that, and, and I so agree with you once you have hope then all of these other things kind of just naturally happen you know they're 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 part of that yeah it's amazing catholic bushido is the book uh, and uh, joe dasko is my guest we're uh, we're talking about this transformational virtue the way of the catholic word how do how do you uh, in the book how do you talk about we men uh as Warriors, in the in the samurai kind of sense. Yeah, you know, um, I, I think that the way that I try to portray it, or the way that you know, because it's really not explicitly mm-hmm. stated, right? Mm-hmm. But the, but the theme through the book is, listen, it's it's in your heart, it's in you, to live according to this code of goodness. God has created us good, and it's in you. It's in every man, mm-hmm. and that goodness, the goodness that we have as men. Um, it's different than what it is for women, and they're complementary, right? They're both beautiful things. But we as men are, in, are meant to be strong. We're meant to be strong in how we love. So love strongly, mm-hmm. hope strongly, have strong faith um, as only a man can, and, and do those things. And, you know, I, I know I'm kind of speaking in kind of these goofy terms here, but not really. But mm-hmm. do it in a way that seems right to you as a man and port in and communicate that to your wife to your sons especially and to your daughters Mm -hmm. when they see you being the first one out the door into the car to go to mass on sunday you're showing strong faith Mm -hmm. when they see you kneeling in in mass praying before mass starts or after receiving the blessed sacrament you're demonstrating strong faith to them mm-hmm. right when you go to the men's group meeting on wednesday night after working all day long and you got done cutting the grass and you just finished dinner and you got to run out and be there in five minutes they see how important it is to you dad to give some of your time to god to these other men when they see you praying in the morning before you go to work Right. Those are ways to be strong, strong. in our faith. Strong. 
right? That's why is to be the warrior because I'm disciplining myself to do this. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, I think we all kind of get it, right? You know, as men, our fathers disciplined us. My dad disciplined me different than he disciplined my sisters, mm-hmm. right? Sure. So there's something to that discipline that goes along with strength that that's been built into us mm-hmm. um, to to in order that we can build things up right and that we can move out into society and, and, and make the right contributions. Joe, this has been a quick uh, quick uh, half hour. It's, it's been wonderful yeah. having you here. Catholic Bushido is the book. Joseph Dasko is my guest. The book is Transformational Virtues, The Way of the Catholic Warrior. Joe, this has been a real pleasure having you with us uh, today, and I'm sure that uh, our listeners got much to chew on from our conversations today. Thank you so much. God oh. bless you for being with us. And that's our show for today. If you missed part of our program. The show will be available immediately at thestorytellersradio.com and later this week at the Catholic podcasting site breadboxmedia.com. To find out more about our guest, Catholic Bushido is the name of the book. Joseph Dasco is our guest. If you'd like to find out more about ha- having me uh, speak at your parish conference, uh, you can go to my website at tonyagnesi.com. My thanks again to Joseph for joining us. This is Tony Agnesi inviting you to join me again next time for the next edition of The Storytellers. God bless. you've enjoyed today's edition of The Storytellers with Tony Agnesi, a production of the Living Bread Radio Network in Canton, Ohio. To learn more about today's storyteller, go to thestorytellersradio.com. There you can subscribe to the podcast and hear all of our past shows. And join us again next week at this same time for The Storytellers with Tony Agnesi. I'm Father Dwight Longenecker. I hope you've enjoyed listening to some of my podcasts here at Breadbox Media, but today I'm speaking to you about a different opportunity. In September 2020, I'll be leading a fantastic pilgrimage cruise from Rome to the Holy Land, and then on the way back, stopping at the cities of St. Paul, Ephesus, Athens, Corinth, and more. While we're at sea, I'll be lecturing on the Gospels, history, or mystery. When we're on land, I'll invite you to join me as we visit all of the holy sites, celebrating Mass, worshiping together, and having a wonderful time of fellowship. If you'd like to know more about this pilgrimage cruise, go to my website, dwightlongenecker.com. Go to the right sidebar, and you'll see a picture there which invites you to get more information. Go to my website, dwightlongenecker.com, right sidebar, click on the picture of the cruise ship, and you'll get all the information you need. Alternatively, You can call the company that's organizing the tour at 800-247-0017. 800-247-0017. Ask for Farmalong and Ecker's Cruise to the Holy Land. Thanks for listening. Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at kaneford.com.